This week on the Distraction Pieces podcast, we have a two-part homelessness special, um, and we've got a sponsor specifically for it, and it's Lisa Mattresses, and obviously we have sponsors every week, but with this one in particular, Lisa have been hugely supportive and have been a driving force behind doing this this podcast, um, highlighting homelessness, because it's something that they're big supporters of aiding, of, of, of helping. They have their 110 campaign, where for every 10 mattresses sold, they donate a mattress to a charity, one of which, as comes up in the podcast, was is Mustard Tree in Manchester, who we're talking to. Um, they've donated in, in, in London, in, Sh- in Sheffield, in Denver, in C- C- Seattle, and all over the place. So, yeah, I, I recommend if you get a chance, go in t- to lisa.co.uk. That's L-E-E-S-A dot co.uk. And looking in at their, at their 110 campaign and all they do, they also have their... Uh, a Lisa Legacy Award, which was set up by Lisa Mattresses and charity CEO um, of Sleep Out UK. And it's just to celebrate individuals who go above and beyond to help their communities. So, again, it's that continued support of good causes and very much, as said, a driving force behind this podcast. Obviously, all the usual things, you can buy a Lisa mattress and you'll get um, a full refund if you're not uh, uh, happy with it within 100 days and they'll collect it and also you can get 80 pounds off from listening to this podcast so even if you get your eight pounds off it will still go towards the 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 10 that go towards a donated one so panic not yeah if you go to lisa.co.uk l-e-e-s-a.co.uk slash distraction pieces and enter the code distraction 80 then you'll get your 80 pound off so um yeah check, check check that out but more importantly big love and 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 thanks to to Lisa for supporting both of these two parters um, and generally continuing to help their communities and 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 the world. Um, thank you very much. On with the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is part two of episode one hundred thirty-five of the Distraction Pieces special, um, homelessness special. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed part one. Some amazing stories and tales from. S- so a, a big love to, to Soraya and to Anthony for giving their time and sharing their story. It's, it was genuinely an honour and an inspiration to get to to sit down and hear it all and take it all in. So I hope you enjoyed that one and I hope you're going to enjoy this one as well. This is with Stuart Roberts from Haircuts for Homeless. As I, I mean, I'll mention it all in the podcast, so I'll I'll let you jump s- straight in. But I will make a point now at the start, as I've mentioned in the little advert plug, go and and look up what Lisa Mattresses are doing that they're they're donating and supporting homeless charities. I think it's wicked, and I'm proud to have them as a sponsor. And as I said on both of these, it's not all about asking you for donations or asking you for your time or anything like that. If you can donate then that's that's wicked that's hugely appreciated if you can donate your time or your money or anything else but if you can't what you can do is share these and push them about and spread the word because this is about talking about a subject and getting the word out there so it's always overwhelming when i do these kind of the refugee special or the human trafficking special or now the homelessness special it's always amazing to see the support that you guys put in because as i've said before the fact is if i've got james mcavoy on the podcast or simon pegg or russell brand 
it sells itself, man. Word will get round. There's a big celebrity name. These ones, not so much. There's not a big name. It relies hugely on you guys and word of mouth for spreading it and pushing it out there. Um, and as I said, going on the website and watching the videos and seeing uh, uh, what they do and spreading that. I'm not even saying that you have to spread the podcast. If if either of these organisations inspire or impress you in any way, leave me out of it, man. Just push their their Facebook page, their website and their the good that they do, the videos that they share. So yeah, check all these guys out. Um, I'm rambling again. That happens a lot. I'll leave it there. This is part two of episode 135 of the Distraction Pieces podcast, Homelessness Special with Haircuts for Homeless. Right, I'm joined um, actually in my living room um, by Stuart and Lee from uh, uh, Haircuts for, uh, for the Homeless. Hello. How Hello. are you? Very good. This is a really interesting one for me. Obviously, to give some history to the listeners, I've known uh, you, Stuart, since I can I can remember, really, because you used to come around and cut my mum's hair. And yours. How old? And mine, yeah. When you use about five. I was going to say, I, I, was, I was trying to think early. I'd say between about five and 15. Yeah. You cut my at about fifteen. I decided yeah. I was a punk and started yeah. cutting my own hair. Yeah, so, that's it. so I took it away from you at that point. But yeah. a good t- a, a ten year a block you used to cut my hair. Yeah, so that's it. you've been doing hairdressing. I mean, all your life, right? Yeah, yeah. A about long time in the in the game. Thirty eight years, I think. Yeah, yeah. And um, a short a while back now, you started a ha- haircuts for the homeless and. A, We'll get in. I mean, I say we'll get into what that is. The name is quite perfectly descriptive yeah. of, of what it is, but we'll get into the the benefits of that. But what kind of inspired you to start it, and how did it it come about? Well, it was purely by accident. I was um, I saw a guy in America doing it. Yeah, and he's a great guy, Mark Bustos, and he goes out in the street. Yeah, very ph- philanthropic. He's uh, a, I'm sure he's a Filipino guy, and he does a lot back in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, but he does these amazing makeovers, like, from, you awesome. know, like, on the street, and he looks great. And it sort of touched a nerve. And I happened to be at uh, the Salvation Army in Romford, yeah. working with people with alcohol problems, because right, sure. that's something close to my heart as well. Yeah. Uh, and saw that the guys was coming in to get something to eat. And I just thought, I'll take my scissors along. when be- And before I do my other thing, I'll do a few haircuts, yeah. which was the first session. Yeah. And then got asked by another um, Salvation Army. A few friends said they'd come and help. And before we knew it, we had a few things going. You yeah. Know? It's, a, yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's a really interesting one because it's... The first time I heard of it, it, it sounds almost fr- fr- frivolous to a point. Yeah. It's like, oh, you've got a haircut. You, you've got more things to worry about yeah. than having your haircut. But when you, you see it in action and, and hear some of the, the stories um, I've, I've heard you tell and on your Facebook page, and you realise how important it is. Because number one, it's a very... Everyone knows if, if, you, if you look nice, you feel a bit nicer. But more than anything, a hairdresser's chair is almost a therapy couch as such. Yeah. If, if you know what I mean, you go in, it's, it's the old cliche of yeah. you go in anywhere 
a nice on holiday kind of thing. You 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 sit in that chair and you have a conversation and people yeah. talk to you like a human. And it's something that yeah. that the homeless don't get the a luxury of a lot of people just talking to them like a regular a human or talking to them at all. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so how was that for you uh, when you started doing it? Did you get kind of did you notice that the fact that there was a I don't know, a want for excitement and just being treated as a, as a human as such. Um, I think instantly I realized, um, that the effect it was having. Yeah. Because it's, it's, a, it's about communication. Yeah. And I think that, um, hairdressers communicate on a quite an intense level because we're, we're in someone's space. We're yeah. in someone's personal space and sure, we're hands on yeah. and we're touching. And so there's a quite a, a, a deep rooted thing there. So it's, it's not so much uh, having a chat with someone from a distance. Yeah, uh, and doing that immediately, this hands-on thing, um, and I think as I said to you before, I, I remember a guy thanking me, yeah, for talking to him, yeah, and I, like I said, what what sort of society have we come to yeah. that someone thanks you for talking to him? But it's it's a fascinating and real thing because you you do have or you see that. I, I remember speaking to Ramel, who was on the podcast, who was a, um, a refugee. And she was saying that the time that she was homeless in the UK was her most painful time in her life, considering she's lived through civil wars and losing family. But she said, in all those other situations, at least she was a person. Mm. And whether it's a person that someone hates or a person that someone loves or someone wants to help or someone wants to kill, but she was a person. And in the time she was homeless, she said she just she lost that completely. She became invisible and people mm. didn't... and. Again, you do have that. I think we do have a, a tendency to just see homeless people as as one person. Mm. If you know what I mean, it's that's a homeless person. That's not Mark or John or Chris who's had or whatever go on in his life to get there. They're just you kind of it's heads down, a, a look away, try not to make eye contact. So that that human engagement is a massive thing and a mm. massive gift to have i'd imagine it's i mean i, I was at your romford one um uh, today i came down and 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 had a look and it was i mean number one it was a very a well attended which is always a sign of of, of, of of something that's working um and number two there was that engagement obviously it's at the at the salvation army and that's somewhere that you can get some food and they can have a shower there and yeah. stuff like that but the, th- the thing that struck me I, I, one guy sat down and there was again a lot of people going through some with who weren't even again this sounds odd but didn't seem in that much of a need of a haircut yeah. but it's nice to have that moment and that interaction I'd imagine but there was there was one guy with a big mess of hair and he looked quite awkward and nervous as he he, he sat down and I was, I was watching his it's while both of you guys were kind of having to do a bits and bobs and his expression was genuinely changing as his hair came off and he looked like almost an excited child it was just a smile was coming over and that and that change of 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 having it styled and done was yeah it seemed to mean a lot and have that instant impact yeah is this something you you still see on a regular basis obviously you've taken it it started in Romford right is that where it's it started and that That was was first you got a few volunteers and how did it kind of grow from there well then we went to Ilford Ilford said can you come along to us Um, because they're quite a close-knit community the Salvation Army so well like they uh keep in touch well and then we I had a few people come along to help we done a night shelter in um, Ilford then we went off to Chelmsford mm-hmm. and then pretty quickly we thought this can grow 
Yeah. You know, I was, I was thinking this, this can really become something quite big. Yeah. Because it's replicable. The way we've done it is replicable. Yeah. Because the, the thing is with the guys, there's lots of guys who do it on the street, like Mark, who I originally got the idea from. Yeah. But it's not really replicable because you, it's not safe. Yeah. Entirely safe. It's safe for the, you know, one person chooses to do that on the street. Fair play. Of course. But if you're, if you're encouraging a yeah. litany of people to go out on the streets and cut, it's, it's yeah, it's Big a risk responsibility. Yeah. When we have, we have a lot, uh, we have, I'd say 80% female volunteers. Yeah, sure. You're not particularly going to want everyone to go out on the street. So, this is a safe environment. We work within Salvation Army, but then we found the Harp Centre at South yeah. End. Yeah. Uh, then we went further afield. We went to Brighton. And we found the uh, what's it? What's the one in Brightonley? That's um, St Mary's. St Mary's. Yeah, St Mary's Church. Oh, is it St Anne? Yeah, it's Mary. It, it's and Mary. She runs it's Saint Mary Anne. at Anne's. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> Gets us every we time. Call, we call her. Anne's. We call her Saint Mary because yeah. she's a lovely yeah, lady yeah. who runs. St Anne's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so some, you know, like some place we went, we went to somewhere that, that looks after homeless people, like yeah. Pacific Centre. Yeah. When we and now we're opening new ones all the time. We tend to our first call is the Salvation Army because yeah. we use their infrastructure and yeah. they're very and kind it's to us. Established and, yeah. and they know where the help is needed. I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 another. Th- thing I've, I've i've liked about it and, and part um of, of of the point of these these podcasts is to not just make it it, it london centric or, or south centric mm. which can be the tendency and particularly for some reason are with a lot of homeless stuff obviously there is a big a big a, a homeless um issue and, and community in london but mm. it is something all around and what i like about haircuts for the homeless is it's not as you as you said you've you are taking it all around the country, yeah. but equally it's not, I don't know, it's not owned by it. It's, it, it's not a Salvation Army thing. No. It goes where it's no. needed. It's not yeah. It's not even a Stuart oh, a no. Roberts thing. It's, no. it's, it's, it's its own thing. And the point of it, I mean, we were discussing earlier, is that you've kind of gone to the main towns and main points or yeah. cities and you're already starting to have people from there set smaller ones up in, yeah. in, in the satellite towns and things, things like that. So it yeah. is something that can spread... Are quite naturally is that kind of the plan of it to make it this organic yeah. growing thing well pretty early on i saw it as one of these i saw it in my mind as a like a happy virus yeah you know like you know the contagion on the old sci-fi films yeah, when yeah, you see yeah, it and yeah, it starts yeah. in the main cities and spreads out yeah that's how i saw it in my mind yeah so i thought you know we'll, we'll do manchester and then we'll hit the suburbs we'll do um or, or, you know the major towns around the country and yeah. really culminating in ending in the south and london yeah um, which is uh, so far pretty much going to plan. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, how 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 have you gone about kind of finding people to 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 man these events and these things? It's 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 generally once a month, right? So in each yeah. of these places, it'll be it'll be a, a a a once a month thing on a set date, so people kind of know to be able yeah. to come and and have that. Was that kind of a network? that you built up through hairdressing contacts or through Salvation Army or through word of mouth? Or? We've mainly done it through social media. We've yeah. found it's, it's been invaluable, social media. Yeah. It was okay initially because it was local to me. Yeah, of course. I could put the word out, you know, that was fine. When we started getting further afield, i.e. someone like um, Brighton, we're like, where do you start? So yeah. first thing, venue. So we start with France somewhere, looked around. Uh, I actually... Initially, I went. Now I can do it a lot more online. But I went to Brighton, had a look round. Yeah. I found this centre that was lovely, run by these really nice, genuine people. 
next thing was get a team together. So we'd done a big Facebook push. Yeah. Funny enough, we had loads of likes. Yeah. Um, and this uh, lovely lady, Wendy, turned up. We had one person turn up. Right. <laughs> we even got. Uh, we even asked the hotel we was in, didn't we, to separate, um, have a room ready for us. Yeah, yeah we were expecting dozens. We were expecting, expecting loads <laughs> of one. Yeah. yeah, so we warned reception that there might be a, bit, a rather large gathering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It turns out it was just one. Yeah. Mate, mate, I've had club nights that have gone like that. Yeah. I, can, I can relate. <laughs> and Wendy walked in and thought she was in the wrong place, didn't she? Yeah. So she instantly got made team leader. Yeah, well, there you go. That's process of elimination, right? <laughs> team leader yeah. of one. Team leader of one, you know. But then, and that's how sometimes it works. Yeah. Uh, other times, then we went to Dublin, we was inundated. Yeah. With with uh, people wanting to join in. Yeah. Um, recently, I was in New York. Yeah. And uh, no one came. So right. it was me and my son, and we, this that was a massive, massive place. Yeah. Uh, up to 4,000 guests a, oh, wow. a, a day. Yeah. Of 850 rooms, uh, and it was just me and my son, so uh, wow. who's newly into the craft. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was quite intimidating. So it does vary, but social media, going back to it, social media is, is a now we've got a, quite a good way of doing it. We target a place, send out a, a, a post, yeah. come and help us, you want to get involved. Um, and then as soon as we do one, the first one, we find out someone who's up for being team leader. Yeah. But the crucial thing is why it's we, we, it's, we purposely do month, um, once a month. Yeah. Because we don't want this to be a chore. Yeah. We don't want yeah. this to be too much for any one volunteer. Even though we do quite a lot ourselves, it's like we want it to be, you know, something that they don't end up begrudged doing. Completely. So and once it, a month yeah. is not... Because sometimes with voluntary people, people in uh, voluntary services, they, they get put on too much. Yeah. And then people wonder why people they lose volunteers. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's taken for granted, isn't it? Hundred percent, and it's 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 easy to walk away from something in that that situation. Yeah. If you're doing something as a favour, yeah. as soon as it starts to become too much, it's easy to go. Well, this isn't my day job. Yeah. I'm not, do you know what I mean? It's easy yeah. to walk away from that. It's one of the things I love about it as an as an idea and as an organisation and a movement is number one exactly that. You don't need a haircut every day. No. So it is one of them that once a month can genuinely fill the requirements yeah. already for, for any given area, mm. Jeremy, with a, a within reason. And number two, it's not a hugely expensive thing to run. It's, it's no. not like a lot of charities where there'll be a big push saying, right, we need all your donations. And again, we can discuss any of that as well, but it's not one where it's, well, we need to be getting donations of this much each month, mm. essentially to set up any of these individual ones you need a couple of good volunteers mm. who've who've got some kit who've got their experience and do this as a mm. as a trade it's not something that needs international funding or or, or more actually I'll, I'll, I'll scratch that more the funding it does get goes a hell of a long way that's it yeah we, we give so rather than not money, needing yeah. funding it's really yeah. when you do get funded you yeah. know that's going to reach a lot of people because yeah. to physically give a haircut that's not that expensive. No. You know, it's, it's no. like once you've got all the gear and once you've got mm. all the, the setup and the location, it's kind yeah. of a, it's one that can, can, can go a long way. Yeah, we use, and that's why we use, we use in other people's um, locations. Yeah. E- equipment, uh, yeah. Room, room space. So we don't have to hire anywhere. Yeah. Uh, we've got a captive audience. It's basically go where people are fed. Yeah. If they're fed, they'll be ready, you know, they'll, they'll be acceptable yeah. Yeah. to a haircut. And then um, the rest of it is like, we don't have to supply equipment, but as you saw today, it's nice for them. It, it, you saw that yeah. they had a case. Yeah. Well, 
each group we can then hopefully get we get them a case full of equipment that they don't have yeah. to then lug around or use their own equipment yeah exactly they're giving their time you've got that kit there ready yeah. and, and, and ready to action and again i i loved it in in the romford salvation army today how it it as silly as it sounds it it felt like an event as well if you know i mean yeah. it's not hidden away in the corner it's kind of on the it was almost on a stage as yeah. such of like come up and get yeah. your hair cut and we'll you know we'll he's on stage we'll that one, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally on a raised area, it's like race this, area this is great because yeah i walked in and thought how comfortable are people going to be and then you, as people were finishing the haircuts and you and you realize that there's a lot of people there waiting to to get their haircut yeah. it's, it's did you see some of the guys call it sorry to interrupt you but did you see some of the guys calling the other guys yeah like some of the guys are saying yeah look you, you know yeah. like as they're coming in yeah we don't even have to ask the guys to, to come and get a cut because and ladies there yeah. are some ladies there as yeah. well if they're a bit tentative at first they kind of hang around in the wings yeah and, and when it feels yeah. right like half hour hour later then they come up yeah, yeah. yeah. quite yeah. comfortable for yeah, them yeah you see them hovering a bit first and looking mm. they can check it out maybe they're checking if we can cut hair properly first yeah, you know, yeah they're so, analyzing oh, I'll, I'll you wait. first yeah let's have a look cut. again that was was nice to see because there wasn't any pressure there on on you guys part it was no. kind of it's it's very much because Again, a thing where a lot of incredibly well-meaning organisations is there can be, you can be scared off by a bureaucracy or by having to to sign something or write your name down somewhere or get in a line or queue. It, it, was, it was very yeah. much, you did seem to have a list of people who put their names down. Yeah. And then if someone walked up and was like, can I have my haircut? Yeah. It was like, well, yeah, we've got a gap. Like, there's like, yeah. And someone's gone or someone hasn't turned up and then yeah. it just it goes on like that, right? Well as well, and sometimes we get one of the guests they they do the list. Yeah. It's things like that. And, and they're more than happy a lot of the time. One of them you often get you often get an organizer. Yeah. Someone in the homeless people is a bit of an organizer or the the bit of the face of that place and then yeah. they, they like to take in charge, which is great then because they can they they're part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's 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 giving that responsibility and giving that engagement. I think respect as well. Yeah. I think it's that. It's, respect's a big thing for us. That's why we don't, you probably saw we don't use uh, gloves. No. We're not, you know, and we don't make a big issue of, of we, we are, we have to be obviously realistic and we have to be very thorough with our, um, so we sterilise sprays and, mm-hmm. and everything yeah. in between. But we haven't got that thing of, uh, some people, have, imagine if we all turned up with wearing aprons and gloves. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, completely. Yeah. I mean, the, you, there will be a certain amount of people who've tuned in today and heard heard haircuts for the homeless and thought, oh, that must be a bit gross. Like yeah. the hair must be dirty yeah. or whatever else. But yeah. again, being a hairdresser for a long time, you don't have to be homeless to be a bit grubby when you come in for your haircut. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you've had people turn up where you're like, let's give you two washes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get going on this, it's like. In all honesty. I couldn't comment on that one. <laughs> In all honesty, yeah, I'd, I'd Mate, say... I was coming in as a grubby teenager. I know, I know, I needed a few rinses. You see worse than a yeah. You see worse than a Yeah, yeah. So it's funnily enough, yeah, yeah. A lot of these people, they don't have much, as yeah. you can imagine. They're homeless, so they don't have much. Which is why one thing that they do have is is their pride. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it, it doesn't seem like one of their priorities. Yeah, a haircut, like yeah. you said at the beginning. But actually, one thing they do have is their pride. So actually. It's, it's about all they do have, you know? Yeah, yeah, so completely. when they come in, they, they use the shower facilities. They're quite fastidious with that. A lot of them want the shower and want to wash their hair first. Yeah. So actually, it's, 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 yeah. it's, not, it's not quite as most people would imagine coming yeah. down. And it's, it's, it really is such an important and 
a, a simple thing. I've 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 worked in or had friends who work in places that you can, again you can get stuck in the the bureaucracy of a job. And a friend of mine was saying recently that they're having a problem at their work because they've got a public toilet and a homeless guy is coming in every morning and, and washing up in there. Yeah. And I kind of said, oh, why is that really a problem? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a human. He's coming in and having a clean. That's, yeah. that's not the end of the world, is it? And again, no. that's the beautiful thing of, of the Salvation Army setups and, and adding a, a, a service like this in some of these places is yeah. it's not that much of a, it doesn't put you out that much no. to allow someone a, a this gr- this grace and this respect and this mm. this moment to get their pride back and to be treated like a human. And that's the thing. I, I think sometimes it is mis- uh, preconceptions. Mm. I mean, I, I thought I was very open-minded. Yeah. You know, I've worked a lot. I've worked with addicts and alcoholics for 10 years now. Yeah. Um, and, th- and thought I was very, uh, like I say, open-minded and, and that. But I've learned a lot. I had a lot of. I realised I had a lot of preconceived ideas about homeless people. Right. There again, see, I've straight away said uh, I've worked with alcoholics. Not all homeless people are alcoholics. Not yeah. all homeless people are drug addicts. Yeah, yeah. You know, quite a few have have got no no interest in that at all. Yeah, yeah. Some have, and and sometimes you understand why maybe they do because yeah. they've got not a lot else. Yeah, you know, in their life. Um, but yeah, if, if I would say it's a. Far, vastly lower percentage than I imagined yeah. have got drink and drug problems. Yeah, and again, the 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 atmosphere in there today. I don't know if this is always the case, but the atmosphere in there today was a friendly and warm atmosphere. It didn't feel like a, a, a dangerous atmosphere no. that you might get the idea of because, again, of the association of drink or drugs or anything else with mm. homelessness. It seemed like a a really nice, yeah, just people in, oh, I'll get me a haircut, have some food. Yeah. A regular day with regular people, <laughs> you know. It is, they vary so much, though, because we, yeah. we go around so many different types of places. Yeah, of Some are more like frontline, you know, quite, quite um, deprived areas. Yeah, yeah. And they are a bit more like that. You know, yeah. sometimes there is a bit of attention. And sometimes one centre will have a day-to-day different type of atmosphere. Yeah. We've been we've been in times, haven't we, where it's been quite tense and there's been a, you know, yeah, I, it can I, can happen. I mean, recently I had like in like I say in New York, it was we had to have armed guards. Yeah, it was armed security as we went through because it was so huge. Yeah, and uh, which I didn't really think about was yeah. out there. They are people are allowed to carry guns. Of course, they are. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they've got to have a bit more tighter security yeah. in a place like that. Um, but then a sort of but. It was a great atmosphere. In if there's some videos yeah. of us in in New York, and they've got some great soul music playing in the background, and yeah. some great guys. It was it was a really good experience. Yeah. And yet, I did go to one in Ilford not long after, and it was really kicking off that day. Yeah. Just because people are have got prob- people have got a lot of problems. That yeah. you know, there's a lot of tension that day. So it, it varies so much. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, there's again, there's a a a, a high amount of of, of of mental health issues exactly w- within the homeless community again completely understandable whether that be cause or correlation or cause or result of kind of yeah. thing it's 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 something that that is strong there so i guess it is something you have to be aware of and cautious of but yeah again in general if what you're offering is simply help yeah and you're not asking for anything in return again i think that's where a, a lot of things will start to go down is when you want oh we need you to to register to uh, to use this service or this or that, and a lot of people will have that gut reaction of no, I 
or whether it be they don't want people to know their names because of any legal yeah. reasons. But again, or, or, or that's the area a lot of people will go to. A lot of the time, not everyone knows. Like not everyone in their their, their family will know that they're homeless or, yeah. or or things like that. And there's a lot of pride in that and a lot of shame in that. So yeah. it can be an understandable thing. Like in yeah. to those are, are looking on and seeing someone kicking off over being asked to sign a form before yeah. they get this help. You'll think, well, they're trying to help you. Just do it. Yeah. But you don't realise how big a deal it can be and how and how much it, 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 a shame could potentially be attached yeah. to that, right? That's, a, that's another good reason why we use those sort of locations that we use. Yeah. Because the, the people are used to engaging with the service. They're used yeah. to receiving a little bit of help. Yeah. They're used to having food. They're used to talking to people. Yeah. Going out and approaching on the street, you're yeah. going to have to deal with more issues yeah. in that way. Yeah. Of course. Don't know who you are. If, you, if you're at least based at the centre. Yeah. They, they used to perhaps trust they've got already got relationship with staff there and you're coming in you're kind of uh, exactly of, you've chosen to be there you're yeah. not having someone approach you, you, you out of the blue saying i'm i'm here to save you yeah. i'm here to help you you're <laughs> you're coming in for a service so it's kind of yeah and the staff know which ones may kick off a little bit yeah. so yeah. They're, they're they're more than used to uh, dealing with it all yeah and i think the people who are kicking off are used more than used to being dealt with yeah you know, in the Has centre, anyone ever more... kicked off because of a bad haircut? Uh, Has anyone ever been unhappy with the service? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um... <laughs> this isn't a number three. I asked for a number three. That's not a three. It's, it's... <laughs> I've mean, never Shelley done that one. Yeah. This is not a number three. Uh, my poor son, I don't think my poor son's going to really have a go at me for this. Yeah. But the guy, and it was his first guy he'd done in New York, <laughs> he said, oh, I want just want a one, and a t- uh, just a two and a one. And he uh, went, oh, Dad, I'll do that. I went, go on, son. And then the next thing, he went, what have you done to me? <laughs> and it looked all right, I thought. Yeah. But like... Um, he wasn't happy with He me. weren't that happy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going like, I guess I'll just have to shave my head. <laughs> and my poor son was like, like shaking, like, yeah. you know. And uh, they, they was great, though. They, uh, they quickly ushered him out. I don't know whether he did shave his head. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Then a great, a lovely man coming long after. Because obviously my son's confidence was really hit. Yeah, cool. And he came in, a great big, big American, black American guy like him. And, hey, man, I want my, I want my, you do my hair, you know. And he got yeah. him to do his hair and he loved it. And Amazing. It really made his, really made his day. It can happen and it, it does happen. But yeah. I, I would say they're the rare, they're the rare occasions. Yeah. So, can I just, uh, you had a guy, didn't you, in Dublin? I and did. You are yeah. the most. You are the most level-headed, patient, saint-like person I know. Thank you. You're much different to me. <laughs> and, he, and and he really pushed your buttons to the point where he whispered to me, "Stu, can you take over? Because I'm going to hit you." <laughs> <laughs> He's getting pushed you too did, far. And I I took over and I finished it, didn't I? He, he was he was a very angry, angry guy, angry. very angry guy. But what made it worse was that his girlfriend was sitting opposite him, saying, "It doesn't look right." Does not look right. No, no. no that's fine, the worst pressure to yeah. be under. Right, I always remember yeah. one of the few times as a child I had my hair cut somewhere other than at, at, at yours, Stuart. It was at a place just up the road from there. I remember s- 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 sitting there the whole time having my hair cut, and I wanted spiky hair, yeah. so that 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 cut it and give me me spiky hair. And I remember vividly now just sitting there the whole time thinking, I don't like it, I don't like it, I don't like it, and being but being too scared to say anything. And then right at the end, he just said. So what do you think? And I just burst into tears. And my mum felt so bad and felt so humiliated and awkward. But 
it's an emotional thing. But yeah, I can't imagine the pressure of having someone else sitting opposite going, still not right. It's, it's yeah. not finished yet. It's not yeah, finished. Yeah. Just let me finish it. Yeah, of course. It'll there's, look no, right. there's no mirror, so he can't see. Yeah. He's yeah. just got the feedback. He from was his very girlfriend. angry, wasn't he? He was a very <laughs> angry, aggressive guy. But the, what the point I'm saying is that at the end of the, you know, by later on that night, he was in your mind, wasn't he? Do you know, we done yeah. 45 cuts yeah. that day. Yeah, and he wasn't the most. You know, not everyone's nice. You weren't yeah. the nicest guy, yeah. to, to be frank. But it was on your mind, wasn't it? Yeah, no, you've just put him on my mind again. And I've done it again, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's always the way, and, and you have that a lot with social media and stuff. Yeah. You'll get t- t- 10 people praise you, yeah. or one person question the service you're providing or yeah. your music or whatever it may be, and that's the one that will, will yeah. stick with you, despite yeah. all the good that's yeah. being done. And that's what yeah. I said to him that, that night, didn't I? I said, we don't do it. You know, that's almost 2%. Yeah. As little as 2%. Yeah, yeah. And they're the one we'll carry around with us. No, like, we do it for the... For the the top sort of thirty forty percent, the lovely yeah. most the, people are just so super grateful so and they lovely. love it and yeah. just, just really really uh, nice. I'd say, people. Have you have you have you you met a lot of nice people and heard oh. a lot of nice stories? Again, already you've just touched upon New York and seem to have a load of people there. Have you found that as you move around the country yeah. that you'll have more people who are just excited to engage, excited yeah. to have a conversation? Uh, and we've got some great videos on the, on the. Facebook page and that people can have a look on that. Yeah, we've got. Um, oh, what, oh, what is the Facebook page? It's just uh, haircuts. It's number four, so yep. it's haircuts four. for homeless. Yeah, as that confuses people a lot. Right. Yeah, on on Facebook, I think it's hair haircuts for homeless UK. Oh right, okay. But if you just search haircuts number four homeless, yeah, I think we pop straight. Yeah, haircuts for straight homeless. Up. We yeah. gets we got our websites dot uh, com and, and that comes up. Haircuts for homeless dot com. Yeah. yeah, but we got. I mean. Like there's a couple of videos we've put on where I've had a chat with someone whose uh, story's connected to me, so I've had a chat after and videoed yeah. it. And then we've got Tracy in Southend was lovely when she talked about living on the yeah. you know Southend like the hills there was it yeah yeah the cliffs sorry yeah, the cliffs, no, the cliffs. Yeah. and under underneath at the car park and oh right wow yeah uh, living in a tent and sort of saying about the security value of the fact that she's a woman and she's yeah. okay when all the guys look after her. Yeah, yeah. But if they happen to be all gone off and she's left on her own, she feels vulnerable about yeah, being attacked. Of course, yeah. And then one day she said about, I said, what about because it's getting cold at that time of year? And she said about, well, she said, it, it recently snowed a couple, or she said, no, a couple of years ago it snowed and we all went out and bought sledges. And we oh, sledged yeah. downhill, you know, and you talk about that, you know, give me, get lemonade to make, get lemons yeah. to make lemonade, you know, like yeah. it's that brilliant attitude yeah. of survival. And, um, I think there's characters, there's stories. In all the places that we visit, every and there's characters everywhere. Every single place. Like, uh, I mean, we've done as like kids who are six, seven years old in Dublin, yeah, homeless yeah. families that yeah. bring their kids in. And the, the oldest one we've had is Olive in, Olive, in Brighton, the She's Queen of Brighton, ninety-one years old, ninety-one oh, years old, ho- and homeless. Yeah. yeah. And she's got, she had a great sense of humour. So oh, she yeah. was brilliant, wasn't she? And she yeah. said, we said about offering the help with down the stairs, and she said something about not normally having two minutes at a time, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very playful. She never retired till she was 80, and now yeah. she's 91, Amazing. and she's homeless. And oh, I think wow. probably also worth mentioning is, is the fact that not all homeless people are homeless living out on the street. Yeah, of course. They're in temporary accommodation. Mm-hmm. They're... Yeah. they're they're couch surfing between relatives yeah. and friends and yeah. hostels. So it's not just out on the street, but just because they're not out on the street doesn't mean they're not homeless. Yeah, and exactly. It doesn't mean and they're not yeah. a risk. That's something that's, that's misinterpreted a lot. I'm also I'm speaking um, to Mustard Tree in Manchester that, that help at all of those stages. And again, it's about yeah. addressing that because 
yeah, it is a weird one. It's easy to kind of think that, oh, they're not on the street. It's all right. Well, it all comes in stages. It doesn't happen overnight, I'd imagine. It's very rare, I'd imagine, you go from living in your nice house to living on a street. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's gradual. So it's it's help is needed all along the way. And to either pr- prevent people ending up on the street or people who are, are working their way back from that or, or mm. any of that kind of thing, it's all... Yeah, I think the... Um, Dublin's a good example of that because that's not a homeless centre. That's a no. that's like a food bank. Yeah. So they it's just a bit of everything, isn't it? Really? It's, it's a bit it's of everything. They're there to just serve um, the community and just the, those yeah. who need it to yeah. serve those to, to serve the poor. Really. Yeah. I, I, I love what he said because um, <laughs> it's run by the brother brother Kevin. Yeah, it's run by a Capuchin monks. It's, it's attached yeah, it's to a monastery. Monk. Oh wow! It's set up in 1969, and it's still run by the monks. Yeah, mm. he's 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 still there, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And we sort of recently saw some pictures of him in the 60s, and yeah. he's like this. And he always says to us, "Then he like, I'll have a perm." <laughs> he's got his one joke that he does every time we ever go and see him. <laughs> but he, he he's like he's an amazing man. But I did say to him about, is it often you know what do you how do you know who's coming through the door? Yeah. And his answer was, well, if they're hungry, we'll feed them. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that's profound, you know, completely, like... Completely, completely. And again, people, I mean, you touched upon they're not uh, living on the streets. There will be people who, because of the way our minds kind of work, will be, so is everyone that's coming in uh, living on the street? Or is everyone, it's like, if they're coming in, they need help. That's yeah. it. If well, they're coming in, they wouldn't be coming yeah. in if, if, if they didn't need help. We have such a, a society that's been fired up by the media to to be scared of benefits cheats and all this yeah. kind of thing it's yeah. like yeah. no one's doing that kind of thing for a laugh or for, no, or no. for fun it's That's like it. if, if they need help they need help it's yeah. not a case of well how homeless are you because because yeah. if, if you're not properly home like, like what percentage <laughs> like well they need help here that's yeah. that's the that's the the, yeah. the the confounding issue right that's why we never ask the question either. I think we go with, with Brother Kevin's philosophy on it. We yeah. never ask the question. Yeah. I don't know, maybe the odd millionaire slips through the net. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, who yeah. knows? It's but, a free haircut. I mean, that, that, uh, that uh, Dublin centre, they serve... I mean, they help a lot of, of uh, like, aged, you know, OAPs, like yeah. old people who, yeah. are, who are on a, a pension yeah. um, who, who just can't manage on that pension. You know, they've yeah. got no heating and they can't afford food. Yeah. And the prices go up and everything, so that, it's a lifeline for them. They go down there for three meals a day, and they they can go there for haircuts, and yeah. well, it's a lifeline for them. There was a really interesting one with that. That the, um, I mean, because there's three hundred a day, isn't there? Three hundred people come for breakfast. Three to six hundred, yeah. I think at that well, centre. Massive, it's queued like down the street. Honestly, like it, it, I really felt I've gone back into Victorian times. Yeah, yeah. It, it really was that feeling of uh, uh, you know, you thought, surely this is not. Yeah, it's the sick, the kid, the poor, the elderly. They're all they're queuing up there for all food. All queuing up for food. And there was a woman I spoke to, and she had her children with her, and uh, she said she was... And this was some of my old preconceived ideas. You know, she was in a, in a hotel. She'd yeah. been put in a hotel. And I've, I've, I've seen these headlines, and I've gone, oh, it's all right with them. I can't yeah. afford to go in a hotel. All this yeah. rubbish, you know, that yeah. you, you've, you've yeah. had put in your mind. Uh, and then when she explained it to us, that... We've got a room in a hotel, quite a nice hotel in Dublin, mm. right? But they're not allowed to use any of the communal areas. Mm. The kids get the smells from the kitchen coming up. Mm. So by the time, but they can't, they can't, they can't go and have anything. Of course, yeah. And so in the morning, when they, 
they have to then go right across town, often by foot, yeah. and then queue up for a half an hour out in the street yeah. to then get some food. Yeah. And then you think, well, that's not a, that's not cushy. That's not yeah. a, no. a touch, is it? You know, they don't like, even like come using the front door to a lot of these yeah. hotels. They have to use yeah. the, the fire exits because they don't want them yeah. all the other. Uh, you know, residents seeing them. Yeah. It's almost worse, isn't it? It's almost like being, yeah. have, you see, it's almost having your nose against a glass, isn't it? You yeah, know that? completely. Here's what you could have won. Yeah. Type of film, yeah. Isn't it? It's, it's, it's yeah. There, was, there was an amazing f- a film out last year called I, Daniel Blake, um, and it, it touched on all this. It was all set in Newcastle, and it, it was about a guy. It, it was about a woman and her family who'd had to move up from, or, or from London because, because there wasn't enough benefit housing in in london at, at this yeah. point and it's about a guy who was struggling to get work and again it was showing how 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 rigid society can be and going yeah. oh well you don't need benefits or you don't need this or you don't need that it's, yeah. no that's not that's not the case there's too many hoops to jump through at times and yeah. um, so i'll start to, uh, to round things up how can people help or get involved and um, what's the plan going for forward are you expanding it um is there more to come yeah well i mean we 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 get we've we've sort of reached a tipping point yeah where originally initially we was going out saying look we can come and help you we come and help here uh and now people are coming to us can you come to us here yeah and and so we are getting to that point people can get involved they can contact us through the facebook page Mm -hmm. on haircutsforhomeless.com yeah um very easy to get hold of um we are looking to open up many more sites across the UK in the next year. Yeah. Our long-term goal is at some point we want, I don't know how it's going to work out, but worry about that later, is we want to start teaching hair cutting. Yeah. Because yeah. what a great way for homeless people to start earning, you know, even in a small scale, they can earn a bit of money. Yeah. Uh, then the principle of, then they can come and help us. Yeah. So yeah. they can earn. Exactly. It can all yeah, feed it can, itself it, as such. It can become self-fulfilling and then grow to a point where it, it becomes its own entity yeah. that then hangs or stays around. Yeah. It's something that's always going to be available in services around the country. Yeah, I mean, amazing. people can donate, but, um, you know, what do we say? Donate, participate, relate. So yeah. they can come and join us, they can send a bit of money in, you know, yeah. or they can just share the message. So if, 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 if you're... A trained hairdresser and have have the skill and one yeah. day a month, then that's the best way to help. If you're that's not, the best way. then yep. you can d- d- donate. If, yeah. you, if if you can't afford to, to donate, then you can at least spread the word. Spread the word, yeah. It's something anyone could do. Know. Something. I think it's also worth pointing out that we're not the first people to ever do this. There's, no. there's people around like Mark Bustos yeah. in New York who who inspired us. Yeah, and we're not the only people around doing it now, and we're certainly not the first. Yeah. So haircuts for homeless. You know the, the the name of our group. Yeah, is um, like like the point you touched on earlier. It's not about even Stuart Roberts. We, yeah, Stuart might be the face of it. Yeah, and the founder of this yeah. version of Haircuts for Homeless. I want it to be bigger than anything I can do. But the, the team leaders on it are so important, and all yeah. the volunteers. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not about one man. Stuart might be leading the charge on it. Yeah, and trying to make it more of a cause, make it uh, grow yeah. the community. Yeah. But it's about yeah. the community. Yeah, so yeah. no one's got ownership of it. In fact, no one's got ownership of the whole thing, but it's great that the team leaders have some ownership of, of each of their own product, yeah. Uh, yeah. projects. And that was a beautiful thing to see today was in my mind, I was half expecting to come in and see Stuart kind of 
are ruling the roost and keeping everyone in line. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't no. necessary, particularly as it's one that it, or it was the first one you set up. Yeah. It's it very much kind of the girls there who all volunteer all know what they're doing. All have got yeah. complete comfort and confidence in it all. There wasn't yeah. anyone kind of. In fact, are, are you were having to ask them if they needed any more clippers or more yeah. or more anything else, and kind of almost f- force it upon them and go, look, just here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Let us help you out and and, uh, and 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 keep this all going. Yeah, and it's nice that, that they've, each team is. It's nice when there's lots of volunteers in each team. It means yeah. if someone can't make it that month, the project yeah. still runs. Yeah, sure. And it's it, because part of it is about having that regular service that that the clients, the homeless people, can rely on. So it's monthly sessions. It's something yes, they can rely course. on, and we provide all the dates up front for the year. Put the poster in the centre, and they know what date we're coming each month. That's it's like, fantastic, and it's weird how important stuff like that can be. How important yeah. it can be to know, yeah, that you can rely on that. It sounds odd to. Relate it to a podcast now, but I genuinely think one of the successes of this podcast is for the last two years, there's been one every Wednesday. You don't yeah. have to check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, have they done one this week? Is it back? Have, have they taken a few months off? Just yeah. it's going to be there. It's every Wednesday. So it's kind of it's, it's, it's a similar thing there. Of again, particularly in the homeless community, it's not always going to be easy or a priority to be checking oh when are they back next or when's yeah, this yeah. or when's that or if you know ask. when it's going to be you yeah. know it's going to be there and you can yeah kind of have and, and if they your... can't make it this month they know the date's there for next month yeah they know that they can get it sometime soon yeah yeah, yeah. oh well that's great well thank you i both for i very much for coming on and and, ch- and chatting and again to reiterate the the facebook page is haircuts the number for homeless uk and and haircuts for homeless dot com is, yeah. is the website so yeah. Everyone can get involved, and are you on on Twitter and Instagram as well? Yeah, you are, right? Yeah, yeah. we're on uh, we're on yeah Twitter and in, it's Haircuts for Homeless on yeah. Instagram, and I think it, Haircuts tw- Homeless UK on Instagram and yeah. Hair for Homeless it's Hair UK. for Homeless on Twitter on, on Twitter again. It's yeah. it's all easy enough to find, and it's important to follow these things. But as much as anything, I'd recommend going there to look at the videos and and uh, yeah. and the photos and the stories. Again, even if you can't donate or contribute or anything yeah. else, it's it's a great thing to see that humanity being allowed to be brought back to people who so often don't get to have that in their day-to-day life it's a yeah yeah, it's a beautiful document in that way it gives them a flavor of what it's all about yeah well perfect well thank you very much guys thanks for having us thank you thank you There we go. That was that is that is the end of our two-parter on homelessness. And I hope you've heard some interesting stuff and been inspired or informed or educated on these subjects. Um, I'm very grateful to both Soraya and and um, Stuart for setting up these chats and allowing me their time to engage and uh and 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 for all the work they do out out aside from this podcast the reason i came to them about this podcast for all the work they do day to day and week to week and month to month and year to year so yeah thank you very much for tuning in i'll be back next week um i won't have a two-parter next week i don't think i probably won't 
I'll have a podcast. I'm certain of that. Thank you for tuning in, guys. And as said, big, big love to Lisa Mattresses for supporting this whole podcast um, and to, to Mustard Tree and Haircuts for Homeless. Nice one. Bye-bye. Um, I'm going to end this podcast by, again, saying a big thanks to our sponsor, elisa.co.uk. That's Lisa Mattresses. Um, as, as mentioned, they donate one mattress for every 10 sold to, to homeless charities and to help the homeless, um, including a mustard tree, who we're discussing as one part of this two-parter. Um, and they've donated all around the country and in America. They also, I mean, they do other things as as well they've got their one earth campaign which they they've teamed up with the arbor day foundation and they plant a tree for every every mattress sold the arbor day foundation are a non-profit organization that aim to make the the world a safer and cleaner place uh, by planting more trees yeah and they do that f- for one of every mattress sold so again big thanks to lisa mattresses for supporting the podcast if you want to get yourself a Lisa mattress, then head to lisa.co.uk, l-e-e-s-a.co.uk, slash distraction pieces, and use the code distraction80 to get £80 off. Um, but even if you're not in the market for a mattress at the moment, I recommend you head to their our website and have a look at their 110 campaign with their, their donations, and have a look at their their One Earth campaign, and have a look at their their uh, the Lisa Legacy Award, and all the other things that they're doing as a company as well as supporting the Distraction Pieces podcast.